Warm greetings to everyone. This is Lady Williams, and this is the Spiritual Food for the Soul podcast. A podcast of truth, love, and inspiration. God bless all of our wonderful listeners. For this episode, Pastor Williams will be blessing our soul with spiritual food from the Word of God. God bless you, Pastor Williams. All right. Thank you very kindly, uh, Lady Williams. Uh, We certainly thank God for you for setting this medium up by which we can communicate uh, with people all over the world. And certainly we are thankful unto God today for his goodness and for his mercy and for all of his favors that he has given unto us the children of men. This new medium of communication, this new technology, has allowed us to be able to not only reach people locally and those that are close by, but it's also allowed us the opportunity to reach people everywhere, all over the world, to whomever will tune us in to hear our voices. And we come to you tonight to say a word to uplift, to broaden your perspective and your horizon, to encourage those of you that believe in the right way of doing things because it is right to do right for the God in whom we serve and whom we love and whom we believe. We have so much to be thankful for that sometimes it goes unnoticed because we look at only the things that are bad and the problems that we face but we have a lot to be thankful for. And one of the things that we have to look forward to is said in the Psalms. This is a day that the Lord hath made. Regardless of the virus, regardless of the problems that are existing in the world today, and there are many problems of all sorts that we are facing today. But this is a day that the Lord hath made. Let us rejoice and let us be glad in it. Today, I have just a few moments uh, that I want to share something with you from the Gospel of Jesus Christ according to St. Mark chapter 3 from the 32nd through the 35th verse. And before I get into it, let me read those verses from the Gospel according to St. Mark. And it says, And the multitude set about him, and they said unto him, Behold thy mother and thy brethren, without seek for thee. 
And he answered them, saying, Who is my mother or my brethren? And he looked around about on them which said about him, and he said, Behold, my mother and my brethren, for whosoever shall do the will of God, the same is my brother and my sister and my mother. And today, I want to try to make these words from these verses become a reality in your thinking and in your life. And I want to entitle this by saying, A Nation Within a Nation. For whosoever shall do the will of God the same is my brother, my sister, or my mother. I am a firm believer in the power of the Word of God. I am a follower of the teachings and the ministry of Jesus Christ. I believe that God sent his only begotten Son into the world, that whosoever believeth on him should not perish, but have everlasting life. I'm also a believer, as Jesus said, for lo, I come in the volume of the book, and it is written of me to do thy will, O God. He came to seek and save those which were lost. And today, our world is filled with diversity. We have many different forms of religious worship, but yet we have so many rising social problems. And today we have all over the world this problem of the coronavirus that seems to be everywhere. And that seems to be no end in sight when it will be over. And it is causing people everywhere to redo how they gather, socialize, how they conduct business, how they enter the workplace, how they live in their own uh, particular area under sanitary uh, necessities and being clean and trying to have things without germs. But we also are having political and economic uh, differences. And now the leading economic powers in the world are having problems maintaining its leadership and therefore the threat of war is always lurking around. So it is my honest desire leading to say to each of you something to uplift the soul and to encourage the heart of those that love God and believe in God. I believe in God, beloveds. 
with every fiber of my being. I love God with everything that is within me. And it is my dream that I do the things in this life that will please, glorify, and magnify Him. I want to say something to the soul of mankind and to the heart of humanity through the divine word that is found in the scriptures in the life of our beloved Christ, the Savior of the world. And I'm saying that because his life gives us hope in this life. For he says, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For my yoke is easy and my burdens are light. Many of us, we need deliverance. We have a problem with addiction. We have problems with various sins that we cannot stop from. And many of us have a life where we have no peace. We have no happiness. We have no joy. And sad but true, we don't even see a need to do right because we live in a world where we figure and we believe trying to do right doesn't lead you nowhere but to an early depressed death. But today, or whenever this recording is heard, maybe it could be night, I want to say that there is a place for you. And where is that place? It is a nation within a nation. When I say a nation within a nation, that is to say that we live in a world where we are a part of a human nation. Whether that be in the United Kingdom, whether that be in the Middle East, whether that be in India or China or Africa or the USA. You live somewhere on the globe. But spiritually speaking, you are a spiritual nation that's part of another nation. And what happens is, whether you know it or not, in the supernatural realm of God's mysterious world, you are earthly in a world, but spiritually, your heart, your mind, and soul is in another nation. Why? Because we are a nation hidden within another nation. And all of the nations of the world today, God knows who you are. He knows what you're doing. He knows your nature for what you do. He knows what you're doing. He knows the evil intent. He knows the good intent. He knows whether your Direction is biblically 
inclined or if it is selfishly indicated by your ways and actions. So today in St. Mark's Gospel, we are going to find out where is this nation exactly? What does it consist of? Who is a part of it? And what does one have to do to become a member of this nation? And let me stop right here and pause and say, the nation of God is the greatest nation in the earth today. The nation of God even though we may be small in stature and in number, even though we might not appear to have any type of notoriety, the nation of God is the most powerful supernatural force in the world. Why? Because only the gospel can change the heart the mind of men and take them out of darkness and put them into light. It is only the gospel that can show men their mistakes through the love of Christ that God have something better for you than you ever thought or conceived. Finally, why is it important that all of the nations of the earth, why is it important that we become a part of this nation? And the reason I ask that question is to explain the fact that this nation, this spiritual nation that is invisible because we have no head here on earth, it is the only nation that God respects, He hears, and He recognizes. The Apostle Paul said when he spoke to those at the church in Ephesus, he says, Your eyes of understanding are being enlightened that she may know what is the hope of his calling. His calling. What does God want from us? And what the riches of his glory, of his inheritance in the saints. You see, when you become a part of this nation, you might not get everything, and you will not, receive everything that you're living for here on earth. But one day your inheritance of what God have for you, it will come. And sometimes when you suffer in life and things never seem to go your way, the only thing that it prolongs is the fact that one day when victory does come, and it will, it makes it sweeter because you suffered for what you believe in. Paul said that the exceeding greatness of his power to us what who believe according to the workings of his mighty power which he wrought in Christ 
whom he raised from the dead. He sat at the right hand of God in heaven, in heavenly places. And he is far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named not only in this world but also in that which is to come and God had put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head of all things to the church which is his body and the fullness of him that filleth all in all you see beloveds these words in the Bible, which I believe, are words to show us that we don't give up and we don't cry and walk away from God because things are not going our way. For there is a verse in the book of Jude who many believe was the Lord's brother. And he uses these words, and I quote them many, many times when he says, Now unto him who is able to keep us from falling and to preserve us falling before the coming of his glory with exceeding joy to the only wise God our Savior be dominion and power both now and forever. I'm encouraging people today all over the world. Those of you that are listening to us, we're not here to raise money tonight. I'm not here to ask you to partner with us tonight. It is not my will to be so monetarily involved that I'm trying to do something to receive income. That's not my purpose. My purpose is only to, to share with all of you a need that this is a time where we got to see that even though I may be from a nation that speaks a foreign language other than English, or I may be a nation that speaks English but living in a different part of the world. I want to be a part of this nation because this is the only right nation that exists in the world today. There is no nation greater than the nation of believers. There is no nation more powerful than the nation of people who have chosen God and allowed God to become their Savior. Jesus said he is the way. He is the truth and he is the light. Jesus never lied a day in his life and every word he spoke, he spoke it in truth. And I want you to Hear this verse that Jesus said. Jesus said once that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word 
that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Today, a nation within a nation, people all over the world connected together by faith in Christ to do the will of God, to be a part of his kingdom. Now, the Bible says that Jesus makes it clear that my kingdom is not of this world, but yet, at the same time, it is in this world. Jesus spoke these words when he stood before Pilate for a crime that he did not commit. In John, the 18th chapter, and we read somewhere around the 33rd verse that Pilate stood in the judgment hall and he questioned Jesus, asking him, was it true that he was the king of the Jews? Jesus replied to Pilate, and said, are you just asking me this or did others say this about me? Pilate in response said, now let me tell you something. Hebrew, I am a Jew myself and it is your own nation and your chief priest that have brought you to me. But Jesus answered Pilate, and he said these words, my kingdom, it is not of this world. Which means that you're not going to see a kingdom on earth that Jesus has here with the physical eye like the kingdoms of the world. His kingdom is not here, but yet it is here. For if my kingdom was here, they would fight for me, my angels. But my kingdom is not from here. Beloveds, the eternal kingdom of Christ resides in heaven and his holy angels are there praising God, glorifying him and carrying out his wishes upon this world. But the believers of this spiritual union live here on earth and we are anticipating the day when time shall stop and life shall be no more and the day of the Lord shall appear. For the Lord himself have descent from heaven with a shout when that day comes and with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God. And that is going to be a day to see. And all of us are going to witness that day. And the dead in Christ shall rise first. And the scripture says, I will show you a great mystery. For we shall not all sleep, but we all shall be changed in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye. And we which are alive and remain shall be caught up to meet them in the air and so shall we ever be with the Lord why because one day we're going to get our rewards 
we're going to suffer in this life. And you know what is suffering more in this life than ever before? It's morality. Because as a world, we have lost our way in discerning right from wrong. Wrong used to be wrong. But now wrong is right. Right used to be right, but now right is wrong. Morality is suffering today. And the people are the victims because we don't know who to believe in and what to believe for. But the nation within a nation, we are the children of the light. We are the children of the kingdom. And we have the light of Christ in our lives. And how do we live? We live as unto the Lord. We try to live a life spotless to the very best of our ability. And we try to live according to what the word instructs us. We try to live with moral conviction. We try to live to believe in the things that are right. For the Bible says righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproof to many people. We who love God call according to his purpose. We who live for God, we whose sins are under the blood of Christ, we who love that Jesus is our Lord, our high priest, we have to walk this life here on earth by first, by faith. For the Bible says, many afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivered them out of them all. Beloveds, I am a part of that nation. I am a part of those that have come before me centuries ago that had to also become a part of a nation within a nation. Why? Because they were looking for something in life. Jesus said, he that hunger and thirst after righteousness shall be filled. A nation within a nation. Where is it? Here on earth. A nation within a nation. Who's it for? It's for those that believe on the Lord Jesus. Jesus came one day to his own, of his own nation. In the gospel according to John, where it says, he came unto his own, but his own received him not. But to as many as received him, John says the first chapter, gave he the power to them to become the sons of God. Therefore, today I am a, not only a child of God, but I am a son of God. The kingdom, whosoever will, let him come. 
those of you that are tormented in your minds can't sleep, your bodies, your souls. Those of you that have lost your innermost being as to what you're going to live for by, some say by any means necessary. The kingdom is for you where God can change your heart, your mind, and your soul. The kingdom of this world is not like the kingdom of God. For in this world, you're going to have wars and rumors of wars. But Jesus said in me, you will have peace. And if there's any one thing that is lacking today, that is, people all over the planet don't have peace. They don't know what to believe in. They don't know who to follow. You look to government, it's the same thing about taxation. It's the same thing about meeting a quota. It's the same thing about who lives where, who gets what, how much does the government provide for these and for those. You don't have peace because you don't really know sometimes in life where you stand. Some people live a life where they are just so depressed and so depleted that they feel the only way out is suicide. And therefore what they do, they say, why try? It'll never happen. Some have tried and then some have failed. Some have succeeded in their aspirations to become what they are. But having a peace of mind, knowing that you did what was right for the right reason at the right time. Very few men can say that. But we who love God and are called according to his purpose, we who believe that Jesus is the Lord, we who walk by faith and not by sight, we who believe that we are his witnesses on earth, and as the scripture says, we follow peace with all men and holiness without, which no man shall see the Lord. When Jesus was talking, and I'm going to conclude today, they had been accusing him as being a devil and a Beelzebub. And when that accusation appeared people in the crowd looked up and they saw his mother and his brethren and they said look his family is here they said Jesus had an unclean spirit and when Jesus turned around and he saw them he saw his mother and his brethren he said who is my mother who is my brethren for whosoever shall do the will of God, 
the same as my brother, my sister, or my mother. With all that we face, to be a member of his nation, we've got to do his will. With all that we face, whether that is domestically, politically, economically, socially, or religiously, we've got to do the will of God. Because one day, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. I'm a part of that nation today and I'm thankful because it includes people of many socioeconomic backgrounds from different regions of the world. But they gave their heart to God, gave their soul to Christ, and gave their life for the gospel's sake. Abel gave to God a more excellent sacrifice. And when he did that, he obtained witness that he was righteous. Why did he obtain witness that he was righteous? Because he gave to God the very best of his being. He tried to do unto others as others would do unto him. He tried to give often and tithe of everything that he possessed because he loved God. He tried to speak the words of truth. He tried to love his neighbor as himself. He tried to put God first in his life. By faith, Noah being warned of God, he listened to God's warning that day and prepared an ark of safety to save not only his house but to condemn the world. Why? Because he was a member of that nation. While he was building the ark they ridiculed him. They laughed at him. They thought that he had lost his mind building an ark in the midst of a desert. But one thing about God, whatever he says, it might not come when we want it to come. But whatever he said, it will come to pass. And one day, the rains came. And the forecast for 40 days and 40 nights never changed. Torrential rains every day. Can you imagine what it was like, beloved? The grass couldn't absorb all of the water. The rivers, the lakes, the streams, the ponds, and even the oceans had nowhere to put all of that water. The food became poisoned because it was diseased with fungus. Work was put on a slow standstill because you can't work outside when it's raining. And then because of the rain and the amount of it, 
Buildings collapsed. People got scared. And isn't this what's happening today? Because of this virus, people are becoming frightened because we cannot seem to get control of it. But somewhere I've read in the book of the Lord where it says, but if my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven. I will heal their land and I will forgive their sins. This is a day, beloved. Before we get back to God, we're going to have to ask God to forgive us of our many sins. The sin of pride. The sin of hatred. The sin of arrogance. The sin of disobedience. And the Bible says in the Old Testament that the sin of disobedience and rebellion is as evil as the sin of witchcraft. We're going to have to forgive, ask God to forgive us for the way that we've taken from some to give to others. We're going to have to ask God to forgive us for the thing that we have set in motion that enhances one to thrive and the other one to starve. We're going to ask God to forgive us for the animosity that we carry in our hearts because people who don't look like us or people that have more than us or people that have less than us, we're going to have to ask God to forgive us for the things we've said, the ways and the actions we've committed that are wrong. But if my people will do that, God said himself, I will heal their land and forgive their sins. As I close, Beloved, we are a nation in a nation where Jesus is Lord. He's the head of the body. And he loves every member of his nation. For he said on one occasion, my sheep know my voice and a stranger they will not follow. And he knows every sheep by name. God knows who you are, what you need, he knows your problem. He knows your worry. He knows your sacrifice. He knows your willingness to go through as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. We are the sheep of his pasture. But as that great king wrote in that beautiful song that will forever be in this world, the Lord is my shepherd. And I shall not want. For he leadeth me. Into green pastures. Down beside the still waters. He restores my soul. And my cup runneth over. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness. Not to do wrong. But in righteousness for his name's sake. And yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, sometimes life gets so hard 
that you feel that you are in. But yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, because thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff comfort me. Beloveds, as being a nation within a nation, sometimes it's hard to fathom how that really works. But the Bible says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus our Lord. My mind is not here in many ways. My mind is trying to one day get to glory and do right while I'm here until that day comes. Don't die and leave your life in a shamble mess. You died sad. You died with a broken heart. You died with nothing to look forward to. If we have only hope in this life, Paul said, we of all men most miserable because there is a world to come and it's coming. Day by day, we're getting closer to that day when the Lord Jesus is going to open the skies and come here on the cloud and all of his saints and angels will be with him. We are a nation that's hard to figure out because we don't live by money, we live by faith. The just shall live by faith. And when we live right before God, God promised to supply all of our needs according to his riches and glory. But like this beautiful hymn that says, If when you give the best of yourself, telling the world that the Savior is coming, be not dismayed if men don't believe you. He'll understand and he'll say, well done. But oh, when I've come to the end of my journey, weary of life and the battle is won. I'm carrying with me the cross and the staff of redemption because he'll understand. And he'll say, well done. A nation within a nation. God bless you all. Thank you, thank you, Pastor Williams, for sharing those powerful words from the Lord. Pastor Williams and I are praying for you. We want you to be spiritually blessed. Thank you for listening to this episode of Spiritual Food for the Soul and the St. James Outreach Ministry, where one heart touches another. Pastor Williams and I love you. God bless all of you.